BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You can count on. This is Fox 2 News in the morning. The conversations police hope parents will have with their kids after a registered sex offender is taken into custody in St. Anne. Tens of thousands from all over the region will be in Tular for Mardi Gras weekend. We will show you what to expect and how the neighborhood is preparing for the big weekend. A hazmat tanker truck involved in a wreck last month leading to evacuations was brought to this small town where officials are not standing for it. A lot of headlines to catch you up on here on Fox 2 News in the morning. First, though, we want to say good Saturday morning, everyone. Thank you so much for waking up with us here on Fox 2 News in the morning. It is Saturday, February 10th. I'm Laura Simon. Seems like it's back to reality this morning with our weather. We want to get right to meteorologist Jamie Travers with a first look at that forecast for us, Jamie. It was so nice out yesterday. A nice little break from the cold. I know both Thursday and Friday we hit 69 degrees. Wow. It was great. Nice little taste of spring. I know, and then a cold front came through. We had some mm -hmm. storms overnight, mainly across our southern counties. A few stronger storms. We did have a few severe thunderstorm warnings. Very far southernmost counties there. Uh, so a few of those stronger storms with the cold front, but now that cold front is through and things are quieting down, but cooling down. So those temperatures are going to be feeling a lot different than yesterday. Still technically above normal for this time of year, but after the warmer days, a little bit of a shock to the system. 40 degrees out there currently. North wind at 9, giving us that wind chill of 34 degrees at this early hour. Temperatures are colder the farther north you get. We're in the upper 30s. The farther south you get, that cold front just having passed through the colder air arriving currently to those areas. So that front making its way across southeastern Missouri and far southern Illinois. We have a lot of clouds behind it. So today is going to be a mostly cloudy day. We might get a few breaks in that cloud cover later on, but I wouldn't necessarily count on that. Highs today climb to right about 50 degrees. Tomorrow we are going to be ahead of a southern system that could bring some wintry precipitation back to part of the region. Not everyone sees it, but we'll take a look at that coming up in just a few minutes, Laura. Okay, my ears just perked up. Jamie, thank you for that. To our top story this morning, officers make an arrest after an elementary school student says a stranger followed her. Sanian police say the man is a registered sex offender. Fox 2's Jeff Bernthal takes a closer look at the charges the suspect now faces in this case. In this case, police say the juvenile did exactly the right thing by going to a parent and telling them what they saw. And then the parent did the right thing by contacting police. The Rittner School District notified parents of an incident from Sunday. A student from Booter Elementary reported a car was following her. She spoke out to her mother. Her mother is actually the one that called the St. Anne Police Department. There are residents of ours here and the mother called very concerned, very upset that her daughter had been followed by an unknown male. Thanks in part to a detailed description of the vehicle, police were able to track down a man they identify as registered sex offender Curtis Wilson. We had our detective bureau out here on Sunday, late Sunday afternoon, looking for the suspect because we take these cases serious and we want to make sure that all of our children are protected here in St. Anne. 
Wilson now faces charges because police say the registered sex offender was not properly registered at his correct address and had videos on his phone indicating he was on school property, even though restrictions prohibit him from being within 500 feet of a school. It makes me want to watch closer. Neighbors are glad the juvenile in this case spoke up. I hope we're having conversations with our young people enough that they feel comfortable doing that and know what to say and when to say it. This is a great example of a case that can show other parents what to teach their children. If they feel uncomfortable, if they see somebody following, even if they think somebody's following them, that's something that they need to speak out and talk to their parents or somebody that they trust. Another reminder from police, be a good witness. That means noticing a license plate or any other distinct characteristics that could help detectives track down a suspect quickly. Reported from St. Anne, Jeff Bernthal, Fox 2 News. In a Fox 2 follow-up, a public works employee accused of accidentally running over a Fox 2 News photographer will not face charges. Prosecutors originally charged 57-year-old Earl Longmire with operating a motor vehicle in a careless and imprudent manner involving an accident. A grand jury decided not to pursue that charge. The case has been dropped. This happened back in August when the Fox Files investigators were looking into the village's threat to tow cars for not having proper village stickers. Our photographer was seriously hurt, but thankfully has recovered. Happening today, a public celebration of life is being held for former U.S. Senator and Missouri First Lady Jean Carnahan. It'll be held at 10 this morning at the Sheldon Concert Hall on Washington Boulevard. Carnahan died on January 30th at the age of 90. She passed away in hospice care in St. Louis County following a brief illness. In 2000, her husband, Missouri Governor Mel Carnahan, was killed in a plane crash along with her son Randy and aide Chris Sifford. It was just a few weeks before Election Day when that happened, and Mel Carnahan was a Democratic candidate for the U.S. Senate. He won the election posthumously, and Jean Carnahan was appointed to her husband's Senate seat and served two years until there was a special election for the remainder of the term. In lieu of flowers, donations are requested to the Carnahan Policy Institute to support the Mel Carnahan Public Service Award and Scholarship. Again, that memorial is set for 10 this morning. The Urban League of Metropolitan St. Louis is holding its Martin Luther King Memorial Food Drive today at the Urban League headquarters at 1408 North Kings Highway from noon till 3 this afternoon. The drive is presented by the Urban League, the St. Louis Area Food Bank's Amarin Schnooks, and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. People in Soulard are getting ready for one of the biggest parades in St. Louis. The Mardi Gras Foundation and Soulard businesses know there's going to be a massive crowd today. And Fox 2's Taylor Harris shows us how the neighborhood's preparing for this big celebration. Tens of thousands from all over the region will be here in Soulard for the Mardi Gras Parade and Celebration. The Mardi Gras Foundation and Soulard businesses are prepared for the massive crowds. We have more than 80 units in the parade this year. Uh, our crews are really creative about what they do with their uh, floats, so it's gonna be quite a show. And they're gonna throw 17 million beads from the parade route, so if you don't catch any, it's not our fault. The 45th Budweiser Grand Parade kicks off at 11 a.m., which will start at Bush Stadium and end at the brewery. There will be more than 35 food and beverage stations throughout Soulard. The Mardi Gras preparation is a true process. We really start planning for that 
in May. So we'll take a few weeks off uh, at the end of this and then get back to it. The Mardi Gras Foundation has partnered with several businesses. The 1860 Saloon, Game Room and Hard Shell Cafe has participated for 35 years. The establishment is excited to entertain citizens this weekend, but they face a challenge in preparation. It takes a lot more people to get done, so you got to ask uh, friends and relatives and neighbors and neighbors' kids and, you know, would you like to work? Would you like to make a little money on that Saturday and help out? So. Staffing is probably one of the biggest problems. Carson's Sports Bar and Restaurant has two heated tents ready for customers to enjoy a live DJ, food and drinks. The co-owner told us about their process for preparation. So this starts months in advance uh, and it goes all the way up until now. And then over the past two weeks is when it all comes together. Most people enjoy Mardi Gras because of the celebration and drinks, but some have other reasons. I would have to say all the colorful people, uh, costumes that you see down here, uh, you get to meet quite a, quite a few characters. The Mardi Gras Foundation wants all attendees to avoid driving down to Sular because there's only room for resident parking. They encourage using rideshare services instead. Reporting in Sular, Taylor Harris, Fox 2 News. Some solid advice there in this morning's Fox Files. St. Clair County officials want answers about why a toxic tanker truck is being stored there after a nearly catastrophic crash. Take a look as Bomberito Automotive Group Skyfox was over that area in Caseyville. And that's where Fox Files investigator Chris Hayes found out why the wreckage is causing so many concerns. Here on the corner of Highway 157 and Buncombe Road in Caseyville sits the wreckage of a toxic trailer. It's reportedly still filled with 30,000 gallons of phosphorus trichloride, an industrial chemical used in things like pesticides and plasticizers. Devetta McKinney works nearby. They should have took that somewhere away from any individuals. We got 70,000 lives within uh, the range of this this tank. St. Clair County Board Chairman Mark Kern is working on a solution, as is Caseyville City Attorney Doug Stewart. We're looking at getting the, the trailer removed from the area as fast as we can. Take this tank, put it on the truck, take it back to where it came from. It crashed more than an hour drive south of Caseyville on the Missouri side in St. Genevieve County. It was reportedly almost to its destination in Missouri, yet after the crash, Towing and recovery experts identified this Caseyville location as the best storage option to the surprise of St. Clair County. We weren't any part of this transaction and we're very fearful that that this chemical being here could cause injury to our residents should there be a, a catastrophe. You can see the tank crumpled from the crash. That yellow frame is an extra layer of protection that may have made a difference. The tank even appears punctured here but Stewart says they've learned the chemical is protected inside an inner shell you cannot see. The liquid that is in the tank is contained. It is not leaking. To the extent that a leak is developed, we do have evacuation plans that have been developed. St. Clair County residents would be notified of an emergency on the code red system, which you need to sign up for online if you haven't already. Warning sirens would also alarm. The company involved has reportedly asked to do a pressure test to look for weak spots. St. Clair County has said do not do that here. It's not safe for the people around us and we don't want that pressure test here. If that pressure testing goes south um, and it caused any type of rupture or crack in that tank, there's, it, it's going to create an environmental situation. We'll stay on top of efforts to move the tanker to a safer, more rural location. For the Fox Files, I'm Chris Hayes. 611 is our time on this Saturday morning. A lot going on this weekend, so we want to get right to meteorologist Jamie Travers with a look at that forecast. Uh, 
it was windy and chilly outside yes. on my way out. I layered it, up it this is. morning on my way out the door. Quite the contrast from my afternoon walk yesterday. I, I, yeah, for sure. And unfortunately, it's a big day in St. Louis. And I, your dress, by the way, I, I think it's very... <laughs> on brand there for the Mardi Gras. The extent of my Mardi Gras celebration. <laughs> I know, I like it. It's Thanks. perfect. Um, yeah, well, the Grand Parade starts at 11 this morning. It will be feeling different than the past few mornings. Cold front is through, but it could be much worse considering uh, the time of year it is. So we're looking at temperatures today as the festivities get going in the low to mid 40s or so. Temperatures warming to about 50, but we will have clouds. That 45 would be feeling a lot better if we had more sun shine, but I really think that we're going to be pretty socked in here through the morning hours. Maybe those clouds breaking up a little bit later on in the day, at least maybe not being they won't be so low in the sky, so not quite as gray as what it will be this morning. Uh, St. Charles World Outdoor Emporium quiet. It's uh, visibility fine. Perry County, Missouri. Well, you can see the uh, what is left of the storms that we had overnight. There we have a few wet spots on the road, but we've had some time to dry out. Those storms exited the region by about 1.30 or so in the morning, as expected. So the cold front has cleared the viewing area barely, so that colder air filtering in still needs to move across southeastern Missouri and far southern Illinois. So we'll have a break today, and then a southern storm system will impact the region late Sunday night and through Monday morning. Uh, here is uh, the current conditions at Lambert 40 feeling like 34 that wind is out of the north at nine miles per hour. Not too windy, but there were a few gusts behind that front. I know I heard a few uh, last night. 38 for St. Charles, Alton, 40 at Scott Air Force Base. We have 46 though in Bunker, so not quite as chilly across our far southern and southeasternmost counties where that front has most recently passed through. You can see the contrast out ahead of that front where temperatures are milder. We have that green contouring. Also behind the front, we have the wind chills. So we feel like 33 at Bosco Mills, 40 at DeSoto, 37 in Farmington, feeling like 33 at Scott Air Force Base, and right on that freezing mark, 32 in Salem. So for today, temperatures much cooler than the past few days by about 20 degrees, but still technically above normal for this time of year. So we will have highs today around 50, but mostly cloudy skies. Decreasing cloud cover overnight tonight. That means some sunshine to start your day tomorrow. It will be cooler, though we'll have high or lows in the 30s. Then for tomorrow, highs once again around 50. I think we get through the daytime hours dry, but notice that we have some precipitation that will be building in from the south and west. We could have some light rain as far north as about the metro or just south of the metro, and that would be a late Sunday evening into Sunday night, and then that rain would mix with and change to a wet snow. So that wet snow does look to have shifted even farther to the south. That has been the trend as we keep getting in new data runs that the heavier snow does look to shift a little bit farther south. That being said, some of our far southern counties, so southeast Missouri into southwestern Illinois, we could have some accumulations. Now, temperatures are marginal. Ground temperatures are warm, but we could see a heavier band of snow over a short amount of time, and that could produce some accumulations on surfaces. It could be enough to overcome those warmer temperatures. So we're looking at in a few of our southern counties, 
maybe up to about three or so inches of that wet snow. It will be that slushy snow. So for today, though, none of those concerns. 50 degrees, so well above that freezing mark. We'll have winds out of the north behind that front. Tonight, down to 34 with that decreasing cloud cover. And then tomorrow, for, uh, for the big game, those activities, you'll be fine getting to your destination, getting home. We could have some of that precipitation already ongoing. Then we'll see that rain mix with and change with wet snow through the Monday morning uh, commute even, but again, south of St. Louis for the accumulations. We could see a few wet flakes in the metro, not expecting accumulations. For Tuesday, Fat Tuesday, 53 degrees, even warmer for Valentine's Day. Hey, that's not a bad forecast here for February 14th. And then we have a dry end to the work week. And for now, the weekend looking dry, although we are watching a cold front for the Thursday night, Friday time frame right now, not going with rain chances, but there are a few hints at that, so that's a time frame we will be watching.